Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello and welcome back to episode 54. Today I want you to listen to a beautiful real life wedding story. I'm chatting with someone whom I've made a wonderful friendship with over the last couple of years. Now this beautiful soul is Teresa and she told me parts of her wedding story a few months back and it made me all warm and fuzzy and made me want to share her story as it's a great example of a true fairy tale wedding. She was also open to receiving help, which I always stress to future bridal couples, as help will keep you organized and less stressed in the lead up to your big day. Now, Teresa owns Sherbet Creations, which supplies custom gift boxes to businesses. And we are currently working on some beautiful brides made in grooves and boxes to sell on the Manage My Wedding online store. So keep an eye out for those. They are truly beautiful. And I have loved working with Teresa on these and I cannot wait to share with you all. But without further ado, let's say hello to Teresa and hear her wedding story. So welcome to the podcast, Teresa. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm thrilled to have you. I'm really excited about this podcast. I think we're going to be able to talk easily. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, Teresa, can you just enlighten the listeners and tell them about your wedding and how many guests you had and where you got married? Sure. So, we had what I like to call a big, typical Italian wedding. We had 386 guests come to our wedding, which was, um, we had it over 400 invited, which a fun fact is the same amount of guests that my parents had at their wedding. Wow. And it was at the same venue, which was really like funny. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Was so that planned? The same venue or not- just... The venue was the same, was planned. I always wanted to get married there, which was the Concordoro in Riverwood in Sydney. Yes. By Navara Group. They've got a few different venues. And my parents got married there and my in-laws got married there as well. Wow. So it, it was a no-brainer. We had to, and I always wanted to get married there growing up. So, yeah, it was a no-brainer for us. But, yes, big Italian wedding. I'm Italian. My husband's Italian. So, Lots yeah. of people. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember I asked you when I when we first spoke about it a while back, I was like, did you know everyone? <laughs> and you were like, yes. A lot of people asked us that. And, yes, we did know everyone by first name, like, yeah, on both sides. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love that. Big Italian wedding. Lovely. Very, very nice. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, they're beautiful weddings. So, so tell me about your wedding day and what it was that you loved so much about it because, you know, when you speak about your wedding, you just you speak so happily and just you just loved it and that's really, really oh, nice to hear. So tell, tell, tell me all about it. My biggest thing that I remember, I got married eight years ago and I'm still harping on about it, but the biggest thing, <laughs> I love it. I love weddings. Um, the biggest thing for me is that you just really felt the love in the room and coming from a big Italian family, like we go to a lot of weddings, like we would normally have like minimum 10 per year. 
to attend. So we wow. go through a lot of, yeah. And especially when we were sort of all around that age, we were all getting married, like that generation at the same yeah. time. But it was just, everyone just had such a good time and it was just very loving. Like you could just, it was high vibe in the room and you could just tell. And then my favorite moment of the whole day was someone gave us this piece of advice and I tell every bride about it is at some point when you first sit down like at your main table or however your layout is just like look around the room for a minute before you start talking or before you eat and just like take a minute to soak it all in because then the day just goes so quickly and my husband and I purposely did that like we're like okay now we're gonna do it we're gonna do that look thing that we got told to do <laughs> and we looked around everyone was mingling and just a little time they started to eat and you know that was just you could see it in the room without even talking to anyone it's like the room went silent for a minute and wow. um yeah wow yeah it was a really really special moment I won't forget it no, I tell it, you know it's funny I don't like to give people too much advice for their wedding or you know be that person that annoying wedding planner that's like, make sure you do this. But I always tell everyone to take some minutes out just to observe their own wedding and to look at the magic in the room. And my husband and I, he put our cam, got someone to put his camera, camera on his spot. And he got up at that point and he took photos of everyone from our perspective. Oh, wow. So so that we could look back later and go, oh, that was when we stood together and took it all in and it was really, it's really special that moment. So everyone listening, take on that advice because it's so important. Definitely. And you had obviously being a traditional wedding, you did a full church service. Did you have the cars? Mm-hmm. Did you do a three course dinner? Like what did you have? So traditionally, this is how our weddings, when I say our weddings, like my family, how we sort of run our weddings. So we obviously get married, get married, get ready in the morning, starting at the crack of dawn as you know, most brides would. And then part of our tradition is our families come to the house to see you leave to go to church. Wow. So yeah. So it's a big, that part is a big deal. How many? Like everyone or? Not the whole lot. <laughs> that would be crazy. But a good like a good hundred people would so, come because so they've already seen you before you get to the church. They've already seen me. Yeah. So wow. the bride's family goes to the bride's house and the groom's family goes to the groom's house. Okay. And they see you off. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal at that point. It's mainly intimate family, but our intimate families are so big, so it's pretty yeah. much like a wedding as it is. Um, and we normally have like, you know, already food, of course, being Italian, we have a food, we have drinks, we have like a little pre-wedding celebration whilst the bride is getting ready. So the bride doesn't even see everybody. Okay. Um, if you have time, you can come down and mingle. Like I know my husband had like mingling time because he was able to with his family. I had a little bit, but not as much. And then we leave. So we had the whole cars as well. So. We had stretch Chrysler limos for me and my bridesmaids and my parents and how, my how husband. Many? Sorry, how many in your bridal party? We had, I had four bridesmaids and a flower girl and a page boy, okay. which is kind of small compared to what you might think of a big Italian wedding. Yeah, I, we kept it nice and small because I wanted a certain amount for photos and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we left and then we had a, a full church ceremony that went for over an hour. Okay. So we had a, a 
traditional long church service, which is what I always wanted. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, that little I would, girl that always dreamed about walking down the aisle of the church. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I had like my music picked out. I had, yeah, all the, the dreams in my head slowly, slowly over the years. And pretty much all of them came true, which was really surprising. So, that yeah, so nice. then we did that. We had our big church ceremony, which seemed to go on forever for some, but I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters, right? As long yes, as the bride's today, happy. <laughs> exactly. And that's how my husband's family tends to do things as well. Like we come from sort of the same area from Italy. So we do things very similarly, which helped quite a bit. And then from there, we went to a sort of park area near the city, which was really cute because that's where my husband proposed to me. So we went back to that spot because it was such a beautiful spot. And he just said straight away, oh, we should come back here for our wedding photos. <laughs> I was oh. like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, great. Yeah, it has like the Harbour Bridge in the background and it's a cute little spot. I can't remember the place actually, what it's called. I'll have to ask him. And then from there, we went to our reception and then with our dinner, oh yes, we had lots of food, as you can imagine. We had, oh, we had individual entrees. We had platters of entrees. We had pasta. We had meat and chicken. Like we had everything. (laughs) And then yeah it just we went a bit nuts um but that's just what we do I guess oh, and then and everyone talks about the food forever so that is a smart no, move thing. we've been to weddings in the past where we had to do like a little takeaway run on the way home or something and I just said to yeah. myself I can't have my guests doing that I can't have them leaving hungry you know yeah so yeah, yeah we went all out on the food so good on you yeah why not <laughs> if you can <laughs> why not I totally agree. I totally agree. And was it a long, was it a long reception? Yes. So we got there. So guests started arriving around 5.36 in the, and then the bridal party, we walked in, I believe it was between 6.30 and 7. And then it finished just after midnight. Just after midnight. And did you get to talk to all those 380 guests? No, I did not. No. <laughs> as much as I wanted to. So we went around. So what we tend to do as well after our sort of entree and mingling around, we go around and say hello and thank you for attending our wedding. So we do that. That takes quite a while. Traditionally, we're supposed to do that to every single person and oh. thank them for coming and whatnot. So I was a little bit modern in the sense of, I wanted to do that definitely with our intimate family and make sure like certain people I wanted to say hello to, but then I wanted to dance and I wanted to have a good time. I didn't want to miss out on that just by going around. So I kind of met everybody in the middle and if anyone wanted to come to me while I was dancing or having a good time, like, of course, like the more the merrier, but I didn't actually go around individually. Well, we didn't go around individually to everybody. We had set tables. That was our goal at a certain level. And then after that, we're like, oh, if you just want to come, just come say hi. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so glad to hear that you said that you wanted to dance and you wanted to make sure that you got to enjoy that because it can easily get missed. Tell me, on on Instagram earlier, we were chatting today and you said that you brought up with your husband the wedding because you were coming on the podcast and you asked him (laughs) what he loved most about the wedding. So... Yes. What did he say and what was also what you loved the most about your wedding? Yeah, well, he's a man of very few words. 
and he just he recalled that moment when we stopped and looked at everybody and he just saw everyone having a good time everybody mingling and like it's a big deal two families coming together and ours just seemed to blend seamlessly and we could tell because there was people from different sides and everyone was kind of mingling together and yeah that's the part that he really enjoyed the most and of course he had a really cool car he's a cars guy (laughs) he's um we had for the boys to leave his house and then we left in it together we had a stretch commodore i think it was yeah like it was a custom it's the only one in australia at the time and he's a big holden's commodore fan he's only ever had commodores so that was pretty cool he really loved that part he was like yes wow Wow. that's amazing he would have been so happy He loved it. Yeah. Being a cars guy, he was like, this was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what did you love the most? I think I loved the most, again, just seeing everybody have a good time. Like we, our dance floor actually was full the whole night, no matter what kind of music we played. I, um, I actually had a very set plan of music, how I wanted to have all the music. And my cousin um, is a DJ, so he helped me with that. But our dance floor was full the entire time. So no matter who I was dancing with, like there was just like crowds, like heaps of people, like all the time. So oh, that's that, yeah. that tells you when you've been to a good wedding too, when everyone yeah. is dancing, you always know that's a really good wedding. You're going to talk about that yeah. wedding forever. It's just so yeah. such key, the music, obviously yeah. the DJ was good <laughs> as well. Yeah, definitely. I had, I had insider help with that, with being my cousin. So yeah, yeah that's important. Did anything go wrong in your wedding on the day? You know what? Not, not that I know of. We were running a little bit late in the morning and then my maid of honor lost her glasses at one point and she's really, really blind. <laughs> she cannot see for the life of her. But I, um, another actual piece of advice I got and I implemented was if anything were to go wrong, I didn't want to know about it. Yes. I assigned somebody, if there was any problems, you go talk to that person and they've got the full power to whatever solution they want to think of. Yes. So I think if, if anything did go wrong, I didn't know about it because, and I didn't know none the wiser. So. Oh, you are just a dream. I'm telling you because <laughs> everyone needs to be like that. And look, I was the same yeah. and I know all the things that can go wrong, but mm-hmm. you cannot be worried. You can't let it get to you. And if you don't yeah. know, then there's nothing's going to bother you. And I, yeah. I also stress this and I've stressed it on a couple of podcasts and there is a podcast that I have solely that is to tell people how to delegate and who to delegate and what jobs. And that is because it's so important. It's like absolute key to having a good time. You want to enjoy yourself. Actually, one thing that I did think, it didn't technically go wrong, but me and my husband actually didn't eat any wedding cake on our wedding night. Okay. And then our wedding planner noticed and she put it, she was one of my go-to people if something was wrong because she was at the wedding. And so she boxed up some wedding cake and everything and we took it to our hotel afterwards and ate some. So she was already all over it. She noticed our plates weren't touched. So That's good. That's a good wedding coordinator. Yeah, definitely. Now, you had a massive wedding and obviously massive weddings can be impossible to organise ourselves. And Mm -hmm. you speak really highly of your mother-in-law and how she helped you a lot. 
Now, a lot of people listening struggle with allowing people to help and and not all mother-in-laws are as easy and kind to deal uh, deal with. So how did you go with just letting her have some of the reins and what did she do to help you? Yeah, absolutely. I was very lucky. My mum and my mother-in-law and I were like the dream team, the three of us. So the key for me was I just wanted her to be involved and she wanted to be involved. So because we started off on that foot, everything else just fell into place. She and my mum are both very organised people. So they had their own little folders happening and who was organising what they, um, they just knew. And I was very lucky because she's a florist. So she did all my wedding flowers for both our homes. Like the homes were decked out in flowers, like absolutely stunning. My bouquet, my bridesmaids and everything and all the reception. So there was a lot of flowers. So and that's a dream. Oh, I was, and I always growing up wanted a, like as if a snowstorm of flowers just fell from the ceiling. You manifested <laughs> this mother-in-law. And son it was perfect <laughs> you manifested your mother-in-law <laughs> I, I did, I did. so we really let her take the reins on that actually from start to finish I showed her a couple of pictures and off she went she loved yeah. it but she was always involved even with other things we I always wanted to run everything past her well her and my father-in-law and also my parents we any kind of decision we wanted to always run past them to make sure that they were happy as well as us. Oh, that's nice. Good. That's very yeah. nice. I mean, they probably did that. They probably contributed financially as well. Yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. So, so out of respect, we wanted them to be happy with what they were paying for essentially as well. Yeah. And felt comfortable, like even quotes, anything before we said yes or go ahead to anything, we sort of asked both sides if they were happy with it and then moved forward. Did they always say yes? They always said yes. There was a few things that, of course, it's not going to be smooth sailing for everything. There was a few things that the two sides didn't agree on, but to come to an agreement wasn't difficult either. The compromising of things wasn't difficult. It was just about being open and having that communication and not, I mean, it was nerve wracking at the time, but I think now like don't, not to be scared of having that conversation. Like, yeah. Yeah, all about just having that communication and oh. talking about it, and then we ended up agreeing on everything after that. That's so nice, and and you know, as you said, like we're, we're not always going to agree, but oh, as no. long as we respect each other in the process, mm-hmm. because as you don't want to get to the wedding day and there's bickering or you know hard feelings towards each other because of not being open and transparent and talking about things or just trying to talk them through. That's right. And like we always, we have a saying like when you marry someone, you marry them and their family. Yeah, you do. So like, with like, and especially us, we're very family orientated and we live close to both our families. So you're going to be around these people like forever. And then down the track when your kids come along and life comes along, like they're just going to be around. So I tried not to sweat the small stuff back then. Yeah. Uh, past me would laugh at future me for saying that. <laughs> but um, some, and you know, they've been around a lot longer as well. So I took on their advice and their opinions and didn't try to butt heads or have everything go my way because I thought at the end of the day, they're going to want a beautiful day as well. Yeah. Their intentions are good. So 
They all, and that, that's the thing it is. They, they just care. And if yeah. anyone's listening is having issues with getting people, you know, offside or just in, or your in-laws or your own parents, go back and listen to the podcast episode where I talk about involving your in-laws and how you can give them jobs that might, won't always affect the wedding or you. And it's, it's just such an important part because it's, you're starting yeah. your life with this person, but also with their family forever. Yeah. And so I love cute. how, how thoughtful you were of them. That is so nice, but you're that kind of person. Mm-hmm. So I think that <laughs> I am not surprised as well, but yeah. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Yes. I like everyone's having a good time. Everyone's happy. Let's just, you know, it's an yeah. enjoyable experience. I loved planning our wedding. I think like, and we, we had a long engagement as well. So it was, it, I wanted that process to be fun as well as the actual wedding day. Oh yeah. I see. I'm a, I love planning. I'm a planner, plan, plan, plan. So that <laughs> for me is like the funnest part. <laughs> yeah, definitely. How long did you have to plan? So we got engaged December, 2010 and we got married September, 2012. So it was okay. just shy of two years. Yeah, nice. Well, with that amount of people, it's probably a good idea to. Right. Well, we had to, the, the main things were to, where we could fit everybody, even though we had our ideal venue in mind. So, yeah, there's a lot of people and just yeah. we wanted to take our time and do things slowly. So Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. I love how your wedding just, everything seems so seamless and even the things that, that, could have ended up being a big issue or what other people might think are a problem. You just took it on the chin and just moved on and found a solution. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. You you can't, even though it's like an emotional day and all of that, you can't let your emotions come into it too much because any other option or other solutions will just be just as beautiful anyway. So exactly. Totally agree. So tell me what would be, you and you've given quite a few little tips and tricks along the way in this podcast but tell me what would be your best advice and tips for those planning a wedding oh my gosh I feel like I have so many I think asking for help was a big thing I I feel like I had like a dream team because I asked for help no matter how big or small I feel like if you have the help even if you just delegate a specific job and you feel like you're still in control but you've given a job just off your plate is amazing however big or small it's one less thing you need to do and then also as well on the day like I said earlier just if there's any problems or anyone delegate person that will take care of it that you trust would make a decision similar to you that way you don't have to worry about it you can just focus on having a great time yeah they're great tips and so important yes I think so they can really make or break your day as well you don't want to be worrying about other things so no way. You do not want to be interrupted with something that might stress you out. That's for sure. Exactly. And it will show up on your face in the photos. Like it might be something little on the day, but you'll see it in the video and the photos for years to come. Yeah, I agree. Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing your story. Mm-hmm. I, you have to send me photos because I know everyone who's listening is going to oh, see some goodness. photos. I've got photos. Don't worry. <laughs> Good, because we're going to need to share them. Yeah, for sure. I will. But tell, I know I talked earlier about your business as well. And I talked about Sherbet Creations because you make beautiful custom gift boxes. And I'm so excited that I'm going to be sharing these soon with everyone. But if somebody wanted to connect and find you, where where can they find you? 
Absolutely. So on Facebook and Instagram, I'm at Sherbet Creations. And then my website is www.sherbetcreations.com.au. Mm, thank you. I'm going to link those in the show notes as well. So everybody have, a, have a look if they want to, but also everyone keep your eye out because I'm excited to be sharing these boxes. We've been working on them for quite some time and that's just what happens in business and mum life. <laughs> They're going to be worth it. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. So thank you. And thank you for sharing your wedding story. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I had such a good time. Thanks so much. Thanks, Teresa. Thank you. Oh, well, isn't Teresa just a ball of energy? And it's so nice to hear someone talking so positively about their wedding and also the lead up to your wedding day and how that's just as important and can be as enjoyable. And I took three things away from this that I really want you to take away from that. And that is one, you know, delegate delegating is so important. The second would have been asking for help and leaning on people because they do want to help you and you can work through things together. And then the third I would say was, you know, her husband and herself both said this, you know, stepping away and looking at everyone at your wedding and just soaking up that moment because that's a moment that you will remember forever. So I hope you enjoyed that podcast as much as I did. And if you found today's podcast useful, I would love for you to leave a review. You can do that in, at the Apple Podcast app or in Stitcher. You automatically go in the draw to win a bridal pack full of wedding day goodies to the value of $100 when you leave a review. Plus, if you want more chances, you can also leave a review on the Manage My Wedding app in the App Store and on our Facebook page. And also remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to hear the new episode every Monday morning that I release. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organized while planning the wedding of your dreams. Mm-hmm.